Welcome everybody to the Fast Movers Dynasty Podcast, exclusive podcast for the Winners at War Dynasty League. I'm your host, Jin, and with me as always is our leader, commissioner extraordinaire, and Kenneth Walker's number one fan. It's never gonna stop. Your boy Lance. What's up, Lance? <laughs> what up, dog? Yeah, how's it going, dude? Good, good. Just what? wrapping up another week. Yep, some we got some news today. Some oh, trade, yep. some trade deadline news. Um, but before with that, I'm also on the line. We have the new owner and proprietor of the quote, Let's Ride, Daryl. I think you took that quote. It's yours now. It's no longer Russ's, Daryl. What's up? <laughs> I was wondering about that. I'm like, did I say something last week to like take that away from Russ? But you know what? I faded him this week. And guess what? That guy just rolled on to a victory. So, you know, man, I don't know what's going on per usual. But you know what's definitely great is uh cmc that trade looking really good right now you know with that triple threat you got the yep, triple crown yep. bro this guy is a triple threat bro and he can do it all so i mean like i was saying earlier there's only a few guys in the league that is a game changer like cmc is um you're lucky if your team has one of them you know and to have multiple guys on there you know with uh, Debo and Kittle I mean we, we're looking good Ayuk bro Ayuk coming on strong too I mean and then yeah and then you look on the other side of the ball right we got Bosa at the line you got Warner at the linebacker mm-hmm. Ufanga and, and Ward in the secondary we, we yeah, got on, talent on all over the level. field yeah at every and level man Trent Williams in the trenches on the offensive line I mean jeez mm, yes. Yes. It's like studs look, at every level. Right. You look at the teams that are, like, dominating right now, like the Eagles, you know, um, the Bills. I mean, they have good defenses, and then, but their line, you know, their line is strong, and that's the main thing. Give him time. He's going to find people. Yep, that's my only worry, though. Jimmy has to be able to outduel these these elite, elite right. arms. So, hopefully, hopefully we gave him enough weapons to be able to, you know, battle. Yeah, I think so. That. Defense yeah. wins championships, bro. <clears throat> yup, exactly. Uh, so moving on to the news and notes. I mean, we're basically gonna just talk trade deadline news because there was some, there was some juicy moves. Maybe not the uh, Brandon Cooks, Kareem Hunt. They weren't moved, so unfortunately, they're still stuck on their team. So their fantasy outlook might not look any different. But we got. Um, I want to start off with. I guess I think I went in reverse order um, on what happened. So this was the most latest one, I think, um, based off. I went off of NFL.com. But the Buffalo Bills, they traded Zach Moss to the Indianapolis Colts. And in in return, they got running back Naheem Hines uh, pass catching back for the uh, now the Buffalo Bills. So that changes up the backfield dynamics for both teams, uh, I would assume. So, Lance, I'll start with you. What do you think about Buffalo getting Naeem Hines? Well, I mean, I got Hines on my team. So, I mean, uh, I, I mean, it's better than being behind Jonathan Taylor, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think it – I don't know, man. Like, I think it makes their team better. I think they were looking for um, – they wanted to sign a catch uh, pass catching back in this offseason. But I think – was it McKissick or somebody? Uh-huh. Yeah, they tried to. You know, so they were. Yep, they were looking for one. And Nine Hines. Uh, I mean, he can wide. He can line up at wide receiver, and 
you know, catch the ball really well. So I think that is a plus for them overall. But fantasy-wise, I, I really don't know, man. <laughs> Could- so, Daryl, uh, bringing it over to you. So, how, yeah, yeah. He, so it's a question mark, right? But what do you think about Devin Singletary, his role right now as the clear number one running back? He's pretty much playing majority of the snaps, um, rookie um james cook you know sees the field occasionally but my guess is um heinz will take all of james cook's role and maybe even dig into some of singletary's what you think yeah i have a singletary in some of my leagues and uh i hate this move uh yeah so just making the backfield more crowded i mean singletary had you know majority of touches like you're saying I mean, Naheem Hines is just going to eat into that. So, you know, no catches anymore for that guy. Yo, Jim. Yeah. Um, let me bounce in. I think the biggest loser here is James Cook, mm. owners, because he was, like, pretty hyped up quite a bit. You know, I think he got drafted pretty well by the Bills, mm-hmm. and he was supposed Second to come round, in. I think. Yeah, he was supposed to come in and be that dude coming up. But, mm-hmm. too, they traded for Naeem Hines. I, I'm assuming he's – at least third on the depth chart. So ain't yeah. looking too good for uh, his stock. Yeah, true that. Got him too. Yeah, yeah I mean, maybe, you know, <laughs> that first fumble on that first uh, touch <laughs> right? really torpedoed his um, outlook for at least this season. We'll, we'll see, yeah. you know, he might, you know, be fine going forward as a as a future dynasty asset, but he's definitely um, not useful this season, in my opinion. I mean, I agree. So far, yeah, getting Naeem Hines, I think you guys are both right. Like, Singletary's role of being the workhorse in there every single time uh, throughout the game, unless, you know, it's for a quick breather. I think Naeem Hines just does take the pass-catching role, which is pretty important for the <laughs> Buffalo Bills offense. So it could be a unfortunate down downswing for Singletary. Um, what about for the Colts side? Do you think this was a... Um, move like precautionary move to kind of protect JT a little bit, Lance. Dude, I don't know what they're doing, bro. Uh, it's pretty much a wrap on the season, dog, for the yeah. Colts. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, they're they cut you know Matt Ryan to the bench, looking at the rookie. I don't really think that Zach Moss is gonna really contribute, um, this year or next year, unless you know. Um, JT gets hurt, but he might not even be the second guy up. You know, Deion Jackson could be the one. So, I mean, it's it's just an ugly situation, honestly, for the Colts right now. It truly is. Um, Daryl, what you think? Mm-hmm. So we got Deion Jackson kind of showed that he can, you know, be that catch catching catching downs back. Yeah. He caught a lot of balls that one week. Jonathan Taylor yeah. was out. So right. you think he'll just take on that Naeem Himes role, or you think it's just gonna be we're just going to ride JT as long as he's healthy even more. Well, if they're going to want to win, they're going to ride JT, but it looks like they are going to are rebuilding mm-hmm. already. Um, they mailed it in. They look, I don't know what happened to them. Um, yeah, it's you know, kind of crazy. Year, yeah. They, Their dominant yeah. O-line running the ball is not so yeah. dominant this year. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they used to have one of the best O-lines just chunking up yards and nothing mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Right. And you go, you know, you would assume going from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan would be an upgrade, but right. we were wrong. We were all wrong on that, we I guess. Wrong on that for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I can't can't disagree with you guys on that. I mean, I yeah, I really don't think Zach Moss does anything in, regarding the Yeah, Colts nothing. running back room, but nine times to the Bills is the is definitely the key. And hopefully, because I do have Singletary too in a couple leagues, hopefully Singletary still you know eats up most of it. But I'm not holding my breath on that. Um, the next trade we got the Miami Dolphins. So I'm just gonna do it's gonna be a two parter because they. brought in a running back and then traded away a running back to a different team. So the Miami Dolphins received Jeff Wilson Jr. from the 49ers. And then they also traded away Chase Edmonds to the uh, Denver Broncos in a separate deal. Uh, we're going to start with Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, the writing was on the wall, right? We got CMC. Uh, we got um, Elijah Mitchell coming back. Um, there's really, there wasn't any, room or needed we didn't need jeff wilson per se anymore uh so we traded him to our you know uh miami dolphins who looks like they're trying to run a version of our offense with our offensive coordinator last year being the head coach over there maybe throwing him a little bone right there uh right then and there how does jeff wilson jr go in there how do you think that's going to affect um miami's offense and more importantly raheem mostert i'll start with you lance Um, honestly, these trades just, I, I think they make the teams better in real life, but it makes the, it makes the backfield like muddy in fantasy. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. you want, you want for fantasy, you want a bell cow, you want the, all the rushes, you want to be greedy. And Jeff Wilson is not a scrub. You know what I mean? So Yeah. I see him eating into some, um, Mostert carries. Um, he hasn't always been like, you know, the model of health too. So maybe it's just a little backup. And Chase Edmonds this year has just been so like disappointing, man. <laughs> Right, right. yeah. He was supposed to be their their big money um Acquisition. I guess He's back traded them yeah for eight the running games back. in. <laughs> I know that's kind of crazy. Um I I mean, we saw the success of Jeff Wilson and Mostert as a one-two punch a couple of years ago in San Francisco. Um so moving on, Daryl, what you think? Do you think this is going to, you know, kind of bring bring back uh 2 years ago San Francisco uh style offense with Jeff Wilson? Pounding the rock in between the tackles and Mostert going on that zone outside runs for for long touchdowns. It could be a reincarnation. What you think? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what definitely Miami was thinking with McDaniel, you know, getting his guys. Um, these both guys both of these guys know his offense, like you said. He's trying to run that down in Miami. Um, so I mean it's a good fit for them for sure. Uh it is gonna cut into some of the touches from Moster, which I'm not pretty I'm not happy about. They have Moster in another league, but uh, you know, Yeah, exactly. Wilson is a strong running back. He knows the offense. But let me um, add this. We got uh, a fifth-round pick for Yep. uh, Jeff Wilson, and, you know, he was going to be a free agent after this year, so we weren't going to get anything from him. If we kept him, uh, most likely he was going to walk So for nothing. So, you know, we got a fifth-round pick, and guess what we hit with fifth-round picks, bro? Yes, Hufanga. we do. Hufanga, bro? Yeah. Yeah, we we hit on them late picks. That's where Mm-hmm. we get our diamonds in the rough for sure. To piggyback on what both of you guys said, I mean, it's a nice dynamic to get a Jeff Wilson because he has a little bit of power in him. And that's something Miami kind of misses, right? They, they're they a very finesse team overall. They got two speedy, speedy wide receiver ones on the outside. Their tight end is basically a wide receiver. So you don't Mm-hmm. even have like any meat on that bone right there. And Mostert is also 
you know, a speed finesse guy. So getting Jeff Wilson, who has a little bit more thump, still is not, I mean, he makes, he has some breakaway, at least some um, old man speed, right? So, I mean, he could, he could help get that, diversify that offense a little bit. So I do like it overall, but yeah, for Mostert's value, what, what you thinking? 60, 40, 70, 30 timeshare? Oh, he's yep. He's still the he's still gonna be the lead back. You know, he's been playing really well um this year. I'd probably guess it's sixty forty seventy thirty type of thing. Um, but um, we'll see who gets the goal line carries. You know, Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that true. might be that might be switched up to uh Jeff Wilson. So, um, if that is the case, then Moser definitely takes a hit. Another counterpoint is maybe Mostert, if he's a little fresher, maybe he'll be able to break off the longer runs even more because that was what he was known for, right? Those those 80-yard house touchdowns. And Yep. Yep. that was something that he Man, would do on the regular that's before. a fast, So fast team, man, with Mostert they're so fast and the team. wide receivers, man. Like, They're come on. they're loading up, man. They're going for it because they traded for Bradley Chubb too today. Yeah. Oh, I love that Yep, for them they're going too. Yep, for it. yep. I mean, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I like the move. I love the move. San Francisco East, right? So let's let's go. Um, and then for dynasty purposes, uh, it's not going to affect this season at all, but the Jacksonville Jaguars traded for Calvin Ridley. They had a complicated um, draft pick package, depending on, I guess, how much Calvin Ridley plays and all of that. But Jaguars got their number one receiver, And it didn't Mm -hmm. cost them, you know, they didn't have to invest a first round pick for him. Um, and next year, you're going to have Trevor Lawrence throwing to Ridley, uh, Zay Jones and and Christian Kirk. So that's pretty, pretty nice. Christian Kurt with ETN Yeah, in the I backfield. think ATN. Oh, So yeah. what you think, man? Like future future looks bright for the Jaguars again. I agree. I Yep. I mean, like um, wide receiver one, then you got, you know, uh, RB one and ETN, man. Christian Kirk is more of a two, in my opinion. So, you know, getting that alpha that can just win always, you know, Um, warrants a double team, you know, is just so big for the offense. Um, and then Lance on your side. So the the Falcons kind of cleared out space, right, for their number one draft pick in Drake London. Because I don't know how you would fit. I mean, Drake London, you want him to excel and do, do you know, grow and develop. And who knows if uh, Calvin Ridley taking up all that space on the other side would would affect his development. So you're clearing the path for him. So what do you think about it on the Atlanta side? Um, personally, I think it was the most, uh, the trade that would have the most like, um, ramifications, you know, next year, because Calvin really has shown that he can be a, you know, a wide receiver one, you know, and, Yep. and I don't, I mean, I, I really like it for the Falcons. Cause I mean, you're going to bring them back and you, you got, you know, like you said, London trying to develop and pits, you know, so it doesn't really fit their timeline, I guess. Um, but I, I'm very interested to see how the Jaguars are uh, going to be next year because Le uh, Lawrence definitely has some weapons um, on the outside. So I think that gives a big boost to him too. So. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, Lawrence getting that big-bodied receiver who can just win you 50-50 balls. He can, you know, gr go up and grab it. He's a 
you know, good route runner, right? So he can, he's, he's other than maybe he doesn't have the top end speed, but he's a total package other than that. And getting that for essentially, uh, I think at best a second round pick and a couple of late rounders, uh, it's, it's a no brainer. And the Jaguars next year, it's a th year three for Lawrence. So you gotta, you gotta really see what he can do because get him something like yeah. here's these here's these year three quarterbacks like josh allen getting digs you know then right? you got then you got hurts getting aj brown like you need to get your quarterback some weapons you know and and going to, uh back to what daryl said kirk is not a one he's nope. a two you know and nope. I, I feel like he's been playing a more outside this year because i mean but, you know, with Ridley playing the outside, he can just stay naturally in the slot, like 100%. And I think it's just going to be really good. I'm just really looking forward to watching them next year. Yep, yep. yep. And this is the gamble that Ryan took because I was, I was talking to him during the draft. And he drafted Calvin Ridley, hoping that he would get go to a better situation next year. He didn't expect him to stay in Atlanta. And, and uh, you know, I mean, this is a gambling. pretty good... It's a pretty good yeah. situation, if you ask me. They have some weapons on that on that Jacksonville offense. Um, let me let me ask you. Uh, what do you know? What round he drafted him in? Because he question. wasn't even on my radar. You know, like suspended yeah. for a season. Um, who knows? Like what his future could have brought. You know, it definitely was a risk. I mean, he quit mid season too. Like, yep. he did a bit yeah, mental yeah. Ben Simmons mental issues all this yeah. stuff so i mean and this game is so tough on yeah, the so mind and the body i pulled like, it up so let's see um, he got he got him round. in the 12th round 12th fourth round. pick overall in the 12th round so players that went around him or went after him oh no let's say before because these are yeah. the players that teams that could have drafted him so miles sanders went before him daniel jones rookie Jahan dotson uh, we talked about James Cook. He was drafted in the 11th round, 11-10. Kareem Hunt at 11-09. Brandon Cooks. So, yeah, maybe if Micah went with Ridley instead of Brandon Cooks. And those were the guys basically that was drafted before Ridley, before it was Ryan's pick again with Devin Singletary. So, those, I mean, I'm not mad at it. You, you're going to pick yeah. Brandon Cooks because you're expecting him to be a wide receiver right. too and be productive. And all these other guys... Yeah, I mean Ridley Ridley was drafted in the right spot. Um David missed out on him by one pick and went with Dawson Knox. Uh Daryl, that's when you got Damian Harris at the twelve oh seven. And then Pat Firemuth and Dallas Goddard. So went tight ends. That was you, Lance. Mm -hmm. And then I went Alan Lazard. So yeah, I think uh Calvin Ridley would have probably been my pick instead of Alan Lazard. Maybe. I don't know. I was kinda high on Lazard at the draft, so Right. He might have slipped even more, but yeah, he wasn't on my radar for the most part either. And when once Ryan picked him up, I was like, "Oh, that's a good pick, man." I was like, "Forgot about him." Yo, yep. that was a good <laughs> pick. That was like the instant reaction. It's like, mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. forgot about him. But yeah, so we'll see how he does next year. Very excited about that. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Chicago Bears, they wanted to get a little more uh, receiver help for. Justin Fields. Fields. <laughs> Justin Fields. Who has been balling lately. Balling. Um, I mean, before before this trade of Chase Claypool, you could argue that his wide receiver room in Ohio State was better than what he's been used been throwing to his NFL career with oh, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, and uh Jackson Smith and Jigba. 
uh, that's a pretty beast wide receiver core in college. So uh, adding Chase Claypool to um, that Darnell Mooney and they got some washout uh, first round picks in Nikhil Harry and uh, Dante Pettis, some of the 49er holdover Dante Pettis. Um, adding Chase Claypool, that, that could really do something for this team. They're looking like they're they're trying to rebuild, but also be competitive. So, Lance, what you think? Chase Claypool getting uh, Justin Fields to throw on the ball instead of Kenny Pickett? Um, I think the biggest plus here is not Claypool, but Fields. <laughs> he gets a he gets finally another weapon opposite from Mooney, which might help Mooney too a little bit. You know, um, the first couple of weeks it was looking like Fields was trash, and then you know. Um, they started moving him out the pocket. I think he's run for over 50 or 60 yards his last four games. I just got him in class league, by the way, um, streaming QBs. And, you know, just got to get QBs weapons. You know what I mean? I mean, Claypool in his rookie year put up some really nice numbers. And um, it hasn't really been up for him. But, I mean, new start. I mean, with a new QB. So, yeah. It's hard to tell who's going to be the guy, though, right? Like, is Claypool going to be the one or is Mooney going to be the one? Um, I think Fields, though, gets definitely gets a boost. And, um, yeah. So, Daryl, like, we, you know, the Bears traditionally, and especially this season, not a very um, high-powered offense in the sense of uh, lots of lots of throws. Uh, he doesn't throw the ball very often, right? Um, so the, that pool of targets is is kind of small, but Chase Claypool is uh, a deep catch waiting to happen. His his catch radius is probably as big as almost anybody in the NFL. Um, so what do you think? Do you think he's on Mina's team, by the way? So you think he can be a, a potential flex play moving forward, or you think he's still eh, not quite a startable asset with this trade? I think Mina should start him this week. Um, honestly, for me. Oh, so we know how you feel <laughs> about um, it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's the Bears. I mean, their offense is terrible. They traded all the defense away, too. I mean, they're rebuilding. Um, but like Les said, you know, he feels they're doing better by him by making him do the things that he does well, like running outside, you know, quarterback design runs, at least the threat of running. Um, opens it up, I think. And Claypool, like you said, is a deep threat. So if he slangs it down there, he can in his general vicinity because you know he's not accurate. Um, it's gonna that's a plus for Fields for sure. I feel like Fields can be accurate if given the time and 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 he has the the pocket to be. You know, he's kind of um, more robotic in a sense when he's throwing. Right, he's so natural yep. when he's running the ball, but in yeah. the pocket yep. he's, he's a little. Yep. He's a little more robotic, so he needs to be have that that set base and everything. But when he does that, he throws a pretty nice deep ball. And then if you have Mooney on one side giving the the deep threat with the speed, and then you have Chase Chase on the other side a deep threat with the with the size, and he can go either way. It could be interesting, but yeah, I, but think I know I, better from it. We understand how you feel, Mina. You should start him. That's Daryl's recommendation. Start him in your. Start him over Cooper Cup for all we yeah. care. You know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah, Maybe he well. might he might be the overall wide receiver one, and Cooper Cup could just yeah. rest easy on your bench. Yeah. Um. So what you think, T.J. Hawkinson to the Minnesota Vikings? So you're going from uh, Detroit Lions offense that was 
very hot and cold. Like they were like scorching hot, Mm-hmm. Hot and cold, and then yeah. and then ice cold. So now he's there. He's going to Minnesota. There's Yeah. there's a lot of mouths to feed in Minnesota, but you think that's a it's a overall positive in the fantasy value or negative? What you thinking? I think in the beginning it would be kind of a negative because it's tough, you know, with a new team, new quarterback with the timing. Uh, in the long run, I think it helps me because they have so many weapons. But like you said, a lot of mouths to feed. But, man, he's going to be open one-on-one -on -one, all day. And Yep. Hawkinson is no scrub, you know, especially, like, let's get him in the red zone, you know, and uh, that's all we need is get some touchdowns. So, I mean, I think it helps because it's a better offense and more consistent offense. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's tough to say because there's so many studs on that team. Let me ask you, let me ask you. So you have Zach Ertz and TJ Hawkinson. That's like your Usually the two tight ends that you're deciding between in the starts, does this make Hawkinson more enticing to be the every week starter? Or you think he's still going to, it's going to be completely matchup dependent with Zach Ertz? It's going to be matchup dependent uh, with the tight end position. I don't have a stud there, so it's going to be based on defense. Um, you know, Hawkinson's been hot and cold. And uh, Ertz, uh, Arizona's offense has been looking better. You know, Kyler with D-Hot back. Um, Right, he's pretty which consistent. we mentioned yesterday. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, so that's that's saying a lot because your team name is based off of this this inconsistent TJ Hawkinson. So I think that's very telling that you're you're not gonna just You know, be he's riding he's him. just he's just too hot to handle, man. You can't really like True. depend on Sometimes the guy. you drop him, right? He's too hot, Exactly. so you have to drop him on the bench. Sometimes <laughs> you pick him up and yep. he, he scorches He goes and off. Yes, sir. I agree. So, so Lance, going to you, were you surprised at this trade? Because, I mean, we're talking about the Lions. They were pretty exciting um, for part of the part of the season. And with him and Amon Ra and Swift, it seemed like, wow, Goffkin has a ton of weapons. But now you don't have Hawkinson, Amon Ra and Swift in and out of the lineup. What do you think about the Detroit Lions as a whole without Hawkinson and how they're going to fare going forward? Oh, definitely hurts them offensively. You know, I think Hawkinson was one of the better tight end or pass catching tight ends in the league. Um, I think Minnesota, Irv Smith got hurt out for the year. You know, they're what, six and two right now. Yep. Um, so they're trying to go for it, too. So that's this trade. I, I mean, I like this trade um, for them. Maybe it gives Justin Jefferson more space, you know, can't. Mm. can't double team him or you know Hawkinson's going to be in the work the middle of the field or so so maybe you can't double him as often or maybe he'll get better looks so it's going to be interesting to see how they incorporate him um I don't know if you can start him this week you know I mean got to learn the playbook and all this stuff but Right. really yeah really t excited to see how this will turn out <clears throat> I agree. Maybe it's a rising tide lifts all boats situation for that Minnesota Vikings defense, right? So they'll all help each other open up the field and It's possible. it might be you might just see a fantasy explosion coming out of of all three positions or four quarterback, tight end, running back, receiver, maybe all of them just start doing better. Or So does it, I mean, does it hurt them? It it's could potentially a, that's we'll hurt see. them too with Hawkinson getting some targets. Um, I True. think he's better than Irv Smith. You know what I mean? So 
could demand yep. more attention. We'll see if they spread the ball around more. Um, but overall, I think it's just a positive for their team. Yeah, um, yeah. I think they're one of the surprises this year because they're not getting talked about at all, and they're six and two right now. Yep. So, um, I it's think like they... the Lions, Lions and Vikings working together to keep the Packers down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like let's <laughs> let's get let's beat this Aaron Rodgers guy together, guys. Yep. <laughs> and you know, um, Detroit, they have what they're one in one in seven, one in six. Uh, they're Jeez. in it for that number one pick, so maybe we're gonna have a. A Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud situation in Detroit next year, throwing to your new prize, Jameson Williams. So that could be exciting as well. Are they really one in six? Bro, it's crazy, it right? Like oh my god, they they it seemed like they were gonna be one of the teams that uh made some noise this year. But honestly, like the other farmers, same family, old. Yep, the same other lions. the other farmers. Lions going lions. With. Same old lions. Yep, they asked, "Oh, who do you, do you think the lions are for real this year?" Nope. <laughs> they put uh, up nope. a lot of points, but they still lose. You know what I mean? So, yeah, they look so good that yeah. first couple games and first couple games. We all we all heard, "Oh, lions highest scoring team in the league, thirty right. plus points a game," and then nothing after that <laughs> no it's it's crazy yeah how how the yeah. how things have changed but there's still a high-powered offense when it when healthy when so healthy yeah, exactly going yes. forward. When healthy. i mean that's when swift went out i mean yep course, yep you know? yep he was the yeah, he was the engine that kept them running yeah. brown too the number one. The game. yep yep Couple games or two yep he's their and best then, he's their best player exactly and then again brandon cooks and kareem hunt were not traded unfortunately uh man, we were hoping yesterday we we're talking about Kareem Hunt hopefully getting traded to kind of you know get some get some more value out of him. But I guess I guess Cleveland figured we're gonna keep all our running backs and and go from there. It's good yep. for Deshaun Watson, I guess, right, Lance? I can't believe that they did not trade Brandon Cooks. I know. Or yeah, I mean, I think Kareem. I think they're after the game on Monday. I think if they lost, they would have traded them, yeah. Mm. Um, but they won. They're what three and five right now. So they're now they're still in that. In they're that, still in that hunt. In yeah. that hunt, and once Deshaun comes back, they're gonna make that push. That's I, what they're I hoping. I think that's what they're hoping for. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, um, I guess a fourth round pick, um, is not like the, it's mm. not the be all yeah. end all. So keep them, keep them around. I guess so. Um, now moving on to the battlegrounds. So just a recap of last week's battlegrounds. So Daryl, while your uh, fantasy team is is you know been three straight wins, your battleground record is a little lacking, my friend. Uh, on the undercard, we had the QB battle. Geno Smith took out Jared Goff. My boy Geno is um, we it was I was the only one on the Geno Smith train last week, so I got that W, and then. Lance and Lance Lance's dude Kenneth Walker the third, ousting Josh Jacobs. I mean, this was pretty Oof. impressive because this is three in a row for Ken Walker, and he beat Josh Jacobs, who before this game, this stinker, he was balling. We we even shouted him out multiple times last week on how good he's been. But Kenneth Walker is just 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 three in a row. He's on fire. NBA Jam rules, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, three, two uh, hard defenses or good run defenses. Josh Jacobs just got um, shut mm-hmm. down, and Ken Walker just got a touchdown late. Just so, did I mean, enough. Just that's did what enough. did it. That's what did it. 
But Daryl, I mean, you faded him two weeks in a row, so I'm hoping that that trend continues because you can't ride the Ken Walker train anymore still, right? He's still a sea chicken after all. I mean, he's he's the youngest one. He's a chick. He's the so, sea chick. He's a chick. So um, fuck that guy. Yep. So uh, we'll we'll talk more about him in this week's battlegrounds. But uh, moving on to CD Lamb, Mike Evans. I think this was the closest matchup of battlegrounds. I think it was a one point difference between the two. Um. So we kind of said like Mike Evans is gonna we're gonna know after Thursday night whether he's won battlegrounds or lost it. But he had a you know a pretty average to above average week, and CD Lamb just did enough. And both you guys went CD. I went Mike Evans. I should have known once Mina backed this guy. I should have just said, no, nope, I got to fade Mina. But uh, I <laughs> went with, so with, close with Evans. Uh, so close. He he was so close to having a touchdown that yep. in the back. I mean, CD scored and he didn't. So, I mean, that's probably why CD Dude, came wasn't he top. wide open? He was wide. Yep. There was nobody oh, at yep. 10 Gosh. yards of him. And, and Brady just lofted it. Like, yep. what? What are you doing? Like when, yeah, <sighs> he's missing wide open touchdowns, like easy, probably the easiest throw probably this year for a touchdown for him. And like just they're not it out the end not, zone. They have some, they're not synced up because yep. you miss him that easy on this week. And then last week, Mike Evans drops, drops the drops easiest yeah. bomb touchdown you can have. Mm -hmm. So, ooh, they got to fix probably that. Easier. Right. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I mean, hey, but he still put up points. Evans. Every week, lock him in, you know. Yeah, I yeah. agree. And in the tight end battle, my guy outdid Dalton Schultz. Uh, so Let's Lance go. and I went went my dude. Um, oh. so going into <laughs> going into this week's battlegrounds, Lance, you and I are both ten and five. Daryl, you're you're opposite, you're three and ten. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. And and that's not and bad I, if you like playing baseball. That's pretty good. Oh yeah, 30 30 percent batting yeah, average is not bad. Batting two hundred right now. Our <laughs> guest number one in the power rankings, but number zero in battlegrounds. Oh and four. He goose egg. Ooh, goose egg on that one. So he was so embarrassed he didn't want to come on this week's yeah. battlegrounds. Yep, Just couldn't yep. show his face. <laughs> oh and four. Yep. Ooh, yep. Ugly. Yup, yup. Oh my gosh! Oh, and you know four. where he didn't? He did get that dub though. He you know did get true. that count. True, counted. true. The main event we had your team, Daryl, two hawk to handle, outlasting Josen's team. I mean, you kind of handicapped go, yourself for the second time this season, but second this time, time you still you still got the victory. Um, <laughs> you beat Josen, so you, uh, Lance and Mina all picked um you to win, and I. Uh, another waiver. Uh, this is the second time I did a last-second waiver and went Josen. I think I did that against Mina too. So I backed Josen two times when I was fifty-fifty. Lost both times. Come on, Josen. Maybe I got to stop backing you for you to start one, winning. Yeah. It was it was a close one, but maybe I'm the <laughs> bad luck for Josen right now. I'm like maybe he's silently hoping like don't pick me if you do battle if I'm in the main event. Please don't pick <laughs> me, Jin. I'm uh, bringing that uh PBR bad juju to his battlegrounds team matchups yeah. i guess but so i mean uh, you know wait, i me... want to say something real quick oh yeah, yeah. Go for um it. as the victor and oh yeah definitely the floor is yours i just want to say that win was sweet and uh i can't believe i took, didn't take Debo out that was not on purpose i just forgot i don't know what happened 
But it was an old moment, but not as old as Joseph. I knew I was going to break him. That's why he needs a lanternate. I mean, he, his, <laughs> his bones are deteriorating. Like, I just knew if I hit him or, like, maybe just pushed him down really hard, you know, it'd break, his team would break. That's what happened. Um, I, I wanted to give him a cane, you know, give him a zero, you know, a handicap. But for this, this handicap, old fellow. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty impressive because not you lost Chase before the week, so you replaced him in your lineup, thankfully. Um, mm -hmm. and then Debo's a scratch, so you you lost two of your top three receivers, and you still put up some monster numbers thanks to Alvin Kamara and Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. We mentioned yesterday's. I mean, kudos to you, dude. And I mean, I'm sure you heard yesterday we we moved you up right to your number three now in the power ranking. So you've been. On the on the meteoric rise to stardom right now, so keep it up. Um, so main event wise, Lance, you're four and two. So you got the dub last week. I dropped down to three and three, and Daryl's still bringing up the rear at one and three. Um, so you still have a little bit more to catch up on. I'm on the board though. You're, you're on, on the, the board. board. You got the win. Yeah. You backed yourself up and you got the win. That was a double win. That's your comment. This too. double win. This conversation <laughs> could have went totally different if Daryl lost and benched Debo. <laughs> right? But, but props to you, Daryl, getting out that win. You know, Yeah, Daryl, I was texting person. Lance. I was like, oh, he's a, a, a Nick Chubb. 60 yard, 80 yard touchdown away <laughs> from losing this week. Hey, he was close. Yeah, he was. I was watching that. I was like, oh, it's so much closer than what I wanted. So, right. If the Bengals kept Nixon it close, yeah, they would have done it. But and you know, Chubb got that, got that, um, oh, yeah. long touchdown run any moment. And oh, yeah. it was, I mean, oh, god, he was right at, the, all over at the at the three minute mark. I think uh, Dearness came in mm -hmm. and I, I texted yeah. him, I was like, ah, oh, it's he over. Yeah. <laughs> he shut him down. I was lucky, man. That was lucky. It was a good one. Of, you know, if it was close, then like, he'd still be in there, possibly yep. getting more touchdowns. You know, and if you so, lost because you didn't, yeah, move Debo hole, that would have been that would have been like fun to talk about. Sin. Right, yeah. two times you would have been you look you gave away two wins, and if you missed the playoffs by that much, then that, ooh, that's swing. gross. That's like that one time I was pretty drunk at a at the blackjack table and I stood on a nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, I won, so oh, that's kind of okay. what happened. Yeah, same thing. I'm sure the, the table must have been so pissed, and then when you guys all won, it's like, oh, good. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Don't we stop me? Like, theater, come on, man. Help, help brother Right, out. right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then man. Lance tried to help me, but, you know, that shit didn't work. I mean, I was too late. Yep, yep. Yeah. I think I texted you at, like, 123. So oh, did you really help me? at 125. Yeah, yeah. yeah two, minutes, <laughs> two minutes is enough time to jump on the app if you saw yep, the message in time. Yep, yeah. but no go. No go. <laughs> I was lucky. I, I don't lucky think it would have made a difference because you would have played Higby and still won. Yeah, yeah. Either yeah, way. Definitely. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. Either way. Um, so moving on to this week's Battlegrounds, uh, we got some good-looking matchups, and we this is the first time we incorporated um, – you know some league involvement, so we're gonna pull that up while I while I talk about the QB battle between Ryan and Micah. It's the battle of the first round QBs. We got Patrick Mahomes versus the Tennessee Titans versus Kyler Murray um, at home versus the Seattle Seahawks. We got Patrick Mahomes. He's projected for twenty nine point zero seven points. Man, they going to the hundreds on this sleeper app. 
And then yep. last two weeks, I wanted to, you know, give you some perspective so you're not just guessing blind. Last two weeks, Patrick Mahomes scored 23.62 points in week six and 32.92 points in week seven. And week eight, they had the bye. So pretty good last two outings for Patrick. Kyler Murray, on the other hand, projected for 25.87 points. And in the last two weeks, he had 19.16 points in week seven, 30.64 points in week eight. So it's it's close. It's it's closer than the projections, I think, make it out to be. If, uh, it's a 3.2 three point uh, difference in projections. Lance, I'll start with you. Um, we got Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray. Um, is it is it matchups? What you thinking on who you who you who you back in? Whew, I don't know. Kyler's been playing, you know, really well these past few weeks, but Mahomes is Mahomes. Um, matchup wise, I think they're pretty even. The Seahawks has been playing way, way better on defense lately. Um, Titans versus Mahomes. I'm gonna go with Mahomes. I'm just gonna I think just he's a better quarterback. Um yeah, that's just yeah. I'm gonna go with Mahomes. Got it, Mahomes. So the you, you don't think um the Titans, you know, with Derrick Henry, clock management, running down the clock, so less less opportunities to throw, maybe a more grind out game. You don't think that's gonna hurt hurt Mahomes in um, this matchup? Honestly, if it, I mean, I think they're double digit underdogs. Um, I, if if Mahomes goes up, if the if you know the Chiefs go up twenty one to zero, are they really gonna be running the ball too much? You know what I mean? And I think Mahomes will just keep packing it on. I think they score at least, you know, 28 or so. I don't know what the over-under is, but I think they're just going to light it up um, coming out their bye week. True, true, yeah. And incorporating another weapon in Kadarius Tony might might help as well. Daryl, moving on to you, we got, you know, Kyler Murray. Versus Seattle, so we got the Cardinals and the Seahawks, two division rivals going at it. Is it going to be a shootout? I mean, you got two guys on the Arizona Cardinals on your team, so maybe you're hoping for Kyler, but yeah. you think Kyler's going to outdo outdo Patrick Mahomes? Nah, this one's an easy one for me. It's definitely Mahomes. Um, you know, Murray has been looking better. Uh, those those division games, they just play us. You know, they play each other so well. I uh, know I'm, you know, playing two times a year. I feel like they're tighter games usually, usually less scoring in my opinion. Um, Mahomes, you know, he's, he's just unbelievable. So Mahomes in this one for sure. Okay, yeah, so we got we got two for Mahomes. Um, on my end, I'm gonna I'm gonna go against the grain here. I I completely acknowledge Mahomes is amazing and. This might just make me look stupid in the in the grand scheme of things, because going with Kyler Murray, who's been who had a good week last week, but it's been kind of inconsistent. But with his weapons back, and maybe Seattle versus Arizona is gonna be a could be a shootout, maybe. And I am expecting some um, clock management with Titans. So with the Titans, so. I'll go Kyler. Again, I'm going to... This is kind of a going with my heart over brain choice here because I have Kyler in majority of my leagues. So putting that that good juju in the air, going with Kyler and and backing Ryan over Micah in this in this quarterback battle. Uh, looking at the polls, um, we have 
it was unanimous guys all we had four votes um as of now and they all going with Mahomes um one of them was Micah the homer pick of course but the other three all going Mahomes nobody believes in Kyler so it'll just be me and maybe Ryan if <laughs> going on the Kyler train um now the running back battle so You know, our defending champion of running back battlegrounds, we had to bring up Kenneth Walker III. Um, we're not going to disrespect Kenneth Walker the first or the second, like Daryl uh, mentioned before, but Kenneth Walker III at the Arizona Cardinals. And going up against, you know, he's he's knocked out some some big, big names. Going against Aaron Jones at Detroit Lions. So Kenneth Walker... Projected for 13.4 points. And the last two weeks that he played, he had 28.7 in week seven. And, you know, measly 11.7 last week in week eight. But this, you know, this could be for a four in a row. This this will constitute as a dynastic RB battlegrounds because in Daryl's eyes, right, This he's already got three. So if he gets Mm -hmm. four, then it's like, It's like even even more impressive. So um, that's that's that side. And then Aaron Jones, who's no slouch, projected actually ahead of Kenneth Walker at 14.84. Last two weeks, he had 24.1 points in week seven and 17.7 last week in week eight. So close matchup. You going for with the young rook or going with the the proven veteran. They've both had pretty good um, outings the last few weeks. So. Lance, I'm gonna start with you. I mean, I think it's an easy one, but who never know? You might you might surprise us. What you It's got? not easy, honestly. Aaron Jones at the Lions, and Aaron Jones has been playing a lot better um this past you know couple weeks. I think they started to phase out AJ Dillon a little and give Mm -hmm. Aaron Jones the ball more. So you know, um this matchup makes me a little nervous versus my you know Kenneth Walker the third, but I still gotta back my boy going for four straight at the Cardinals. Um, last time they played, uh, he had twenty one. attempts 97 yards and a touchdown with two catches um so i think he can repeat it yeah throw him the ball a little bit more Run come the on ball. seattle good come Run on some screens design some or something screens dude yep. like you know what he's like in open space but eh, whatever uh daryl so moving on to you you faded kenneth walker for his whole career pretty much um i'm i'm hoping is it gonna continue I mean, there's a reason why there's a three behind his name and not four. So this <laughs> I one, love it. This is where it stops. Um, this is where the train stops. Kenneth Walker, sit your ass down. See Chip. All right. Aaron Jones. Who? Aaron Jones. You know, um, he's going to fucking definitely get some balls from Aaron Rodgers. He talking about catches. Man, they throw him the ball. They try to get him the ball every way, which way or possible. I mean, he's like the number one guy besides Aaron Rodgers on the offense. So they're going to get on the ball. And Detroit Lions, this is a get-right game for Rodgers. He's been taking it on the chin lately. I think they are going to smoke the Lions on this one. You heard Aaron it here Jones. first, guys. Aaron Jones, he's, he's going to just run all over Kenneth Walker, I guess, in Darrell's eyes. Um, you're right, Lance. This one's This one's tough. We've we've been on this Kenneth Walker train for three weeks in a row, and that got us three nice W's in the in the battlegrounds. Uh, will I 
will I ride with him for a fourth? It's I gotta go. I gotta go. Ken Walker, right? You got. I mean, it's like one of those. You just ride it until until you can't ride it no more, right? So I'm gonna go Ken Walker. This one is probably Foolish. foolish. I mean, Foolish. you thought you thought it was foolish when we went Ken Walker over the super hot Josh Jacobs. So why can't he do it again, right? Right. So I'm going Kenneth Walker. Because I he's mean, not there playing is the a Orleans. there is a There is a big chance that I go 0-2 in these first two picks, not going to lie. It's not, it's it's potential, but, you know, I'm just giving you a little chance I mean, to he's catch a, he's up a there, third. potentially. He's a third. There's signs. Third of his name. There's signs. Third of his <laughs> name. The third of his name. And um, the polls, the polls are on our side, Lance. So we got three for Kenneth Walker, one for Aaron Jones. So we're going to put Kenneth Walker as the Was polls two of those choice. votes yours? Yours and Lance's? Nah, dude, we don't, we don't, we don't uh, tamper with the <laughs> I voting did not like vote. that. <laughs> no tampering of votes. <laughs> crazy. These are secure elections. Secure elections. You can even see who's voted for who. Oh, yeah. So if you Oh, want yeah. to look and and see who you can talk trash to, you can if if uh, Aaron Jones does outdo Kenneth Walker. But I'm just checking, just checking. moving on to the wide receiver battle, it's Andy's team versus Josen's team. I mean, this is some. This is a star-studded battlegrounds. Sometimes we don't have this opportunity to just go with with the absolute cream of the crop. But in this case, we got Justin Jefferson at the Washington Commies versus Stefan Diggs at the New York Jets. Justin Jefferson is projected for a nice 18.85 points uh, down down the last couple of weeks um, that he's played. He had 13.7 in week six, had the bye week seven and then 12.8 points in week eight. So kind of down for his his standards. Uh, Stefan Diggs coming in projected at 17.16. So he has a one and a half, about a one and a half point difference um, uh, decreased compared to Justin Jefferson in projections. But last two week project projection wise, he had 25.8 in week six and 19.8 last week in week eight. So this is this is a star studded battlegrounds. Lance, I'm gonna start with you. Um, we got we got two of the two of the best head to head. Ooh, tough one, because Justin Jefferson hasn't scored since week one, I believe. Mm, what Um, does he and do? Diggs, man, he's just on fire. Um, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play with Justin Jefferson this week, cause at the commies, cause, um, you know, New York Jets got that sauce, so I'm sure. Sauce. I, I think he'll be watching Diggs, and he's. I think he's for real. So, um, I. think both of them have a good game. I think Justin Jefferson scores this week um, and that'll put him over Diggs. God, I mean, yeah, that sauce Gardner is legit. And that de Jets defense is is pretty good. Another one of our uh, 49er graduates, right? Robert Sala. Um, so it's uh, it's 49er, 49er DNA is everywhere right now. So, Yeah, so I mean, the tree. it's the tree. The tree is growing, man. Yes, It's sir. like a it's like a giant tree now. It's pretty Yeah, nuts. it was a ficus. Now it's a Yep. Everybody getting opportunities. evergreen. Yep. And and it's not stopping because we're gonna Yep. have um our defensive coordinator is gonna probably get a head coaching job too. So it ain't it ain't over Yeah, yet. we get those picks. Get them picks. Yep. Come, Brent's.
you know, and then we trade those picks <laughs> and get get stars, right? Yes, sir. Uh, so moving on, what you thinking? You thinking that ride the wave with Stefan Diggs, or you think Jeff Justin Jefferson bounce back week? Ooh, ah, uh, that's a this is a tough one. I mean, probably this is definitely the toughest one for sure. So far, commies, you know, I they're playing better with Heineke, honestly. So mm-hmm. I think they're gonna try, and they also, I feel like they're more safer. They use, they try to like you know simplify the playbook, slow the game down. Their defense ain't bad. Um, so I mean, and then Diggs, like you mentioned, just on fire. I really don't think. You guys think soft will cover him, but you know Diggs on another level. Um, he went yep. against his brother every day. You know, uh, sure I think Diggs. It's gonna be close, but I think Diggs in this one. All right, we got Daryl going with Stefan Diggs, and this matchup, right? Like you're saying, it is it is really close in my opinion as well. Um, this is like choosing between two of the best, right? It's like. When it's this close, I'm going to go with the better quarterback. And Josh Allen, in my book, and I think hopefully in everybody's book, is the better quarterback. So I'm going to go Stephon Diggs on this one as well. Sometimes you might have the best cornerback on the other side, but your your combination with your quarterback is just just a little better, you know? So yeah. good offense always beats good defense, right? Yep, exactly. Um, the yeah. polls, the polls are siding with Lance and Justin Jefferson. We got three going with JJ and one only going with your boy Stefan Diggs. So we're going against the majority today. So I mean, I think I think I mean, you should always fade the public, you know. Fade the public, exactly. Right? Go against go against the majority. That's how you make or just the big go against Daryl. Ooh, I I I'm riding with him on this one. I went Stephon <laughs> Diggs. Doesn't it feel bad though? <laughs> Look at his record, Jin. I know, man. Oh, I know, man. I know. <laughs> but I was telling, you know, gotta gotta go with the better quarterback when it's this close. In, in it's my be close, opinion. man. They're studs. They're both studs, exactly. And now to the the battle in the pits. We got <laughs> we got my dude. The tight end of the Atlanta Falcons versus the Los Angeles Chargers going up against Dawson Knox at the New York Jets. So we got David's team, Dawson Blocks. This guy, this guy was, you know, the second tight end to have a team named after him. You got Two Hawk to handle. You got Dawson Blocks. Maybe I gotta change my name too using this guy. Um, who? Voldemort, you know, <laughs> we don't we don't take talk about this guy's name, but <laughs> I mean, um, he's got a lot of good names you can make with him. That's true. That's true. I was thinking of the most negative one I could do, like yeah. like sweaty pits. I don't know, <laughs> in the pits, in the pits, yeah. something. Um, but he's projected for nine point six. Uh, last two weeks, very up and down. He had two point four week seven when I went on that rant, like. Come on, Mariota. And then, you know, maybe he listened to me. Maybe he's a listener of the pod because we got 16.5 <laughs> week eight. So that was very nice to see. Um, and then Dawson Knox projected at 7.85, but he had 11.2 points in week six and eight in week eight. So respectable for a tight end, right? So we got we got high ceiling, low low floor versus little more stable. Lance, I'll start with you. Um you going with you going D 
deep into the pits or are you going Dawson Knox? Ooh, um, originally, I was going to take pits here um, just because, um, I don't know. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> the Chargers, I think, are one of the worst defenses to stop the run. And that's what the Falcons love to do. Oh, my God. Um, so I'm going to go with Dawson Knox right here, especially to kind of go hand in hand with my previous pick of Justin Jefferson. I think if, you know, Sauce is on digs, maybe uh, Allen looks at, you know, other options um, instead. So uh, sign me up for uh, Knox this week. Ooh, Knox. Um, Daryl, before I turn it over to you, Mm-hmm. so according to Lance's, you know, scouting report on on the on the Jets and Sauce Gardner, if if he's right and Diggs does get blanketed, gets sauced on, um, we're gonna have Dawson Knox and potential opponent Gabe Davis, you know, Mina's wide receiver three. Ooh, that could be That could be kind of interesting tough for your your matchup. So, oh, what you thinking between at least in this tight end you should one start with claypool with the instead with with oh right maybe yeah maybe he's gonna start claypool instead. Uh, we got Knox versus um, the guy in Atlanta. Who you got? yeah. <laughs> oh man you know lance i think he swayed me too man i was going with pits because uh i got this guy you know hopefully this guy's a weapon unicorn we've been talking about him yeah he, he really is very special when he you give him a chance But Lance made a great point. You know, they're a run funnel team, man, the Chargers, even with Khalil Mack. So it's weird, but they still can't stop the run. And that's what th- that's what they do best um, is the Falcons do. So I'm going to fade Pitts, leave them down there, you know, go to Dawson Knox. Um, yeah, I mean, better quarterback. Mm. Uh, yes, yes, and better quarterback. I mean, that's always like the the difference, right? If things are even, you go with the better quarterback. That's my philosophy as well. But you know, I'm hoping, right? I'm like I said, I need three in a row, and we got one last week. So let's go. Oh, I almost said it. Let's go. tight end one of the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to go I'm going to go with the public here so the public the polls went 3-1 on the side of tight end one of the Atlanta Falcons and we're going to we're going to hope last week was just the beginning and this is when the breakout officially happens cuz I mean he got 1000 yards last year. He has a long way to go to go go for two two straight years and thousand of 1000 yards. So let's go Let's go tight end of the Atlanta Falcons. Me and the public, we're going to ride you. Let's get number two. Let's go. And then, You just I want mean, to you just want to say his name already because you I want, you're yeah. waiting till three. So I mean, two would get you right there. So Yup. I can see it. Yup. And, and next week in the tight end battlegrounds, I guarantee you that this guy will be in it again, win or loss, because... My team does not have anybody worth battle being in battlegrounds other than this guy. So, so I'll be in the tight end battle again. Um, now the matchup of the week, and Daryl, I we might have to name this something after you because I think there's you might be in the matchup of the week for the next few weeks. Looking at, I looked at your schedule. You have a a nice nice road, a uh, tough road to get to the playoffs. But if your team is as good as Lance and I think it is. 
you could do it definitely. So I got we got Daryl's team, two hawk to handle versus Mina's team, the one and duns. Um, before I give it to you, Daryl, to to give your spiel, um, you are projected for one hundred forty two point three three points. I did you the favor and calculated your highest bench player instead of instead of the zero that Debo is because you know Debo's on buy. He's not just hurt now. He's on buy. So. <laughs> You got to remove him, all right? And Mina's projected for a 147.31. Um, we can talk head-to-heads, but I'm just going to hand it over to you because this is your matchup. You're going against the number one power-ranked team, Mina. He's not here to defend himself. Um, so Skid the floor is why. yours. The floor is yours to just talk the talk, my dude. All right. Well, let's start with QBs. Um, you know, it's Burroughs, his number one. It's not my number one. I give my number my guy number one. I mean, bro, and Carolina's defense ain't bad, so I think Burns Hertz is gonna have the bet better day, especially against Houston. You know, they they trash. They so, trash. Um, and then quarterback two, I got Rodgers versus Tua. Rodgers versus Detroit, great matchup. You know, he he's been up and down, mostly you know mediocre at best. Tua. He can have those crazy games. So I'd give it to Tua in this one, even though Aaron Rodgers is uh, projected a little higher in this one. Uh, going down to running backs, who he's got the king. You know, he's got the king. He's got Dalvin Cook. Man, that's a tough one-two punch right there. Um, encountering with Kamara and Mixon. Uh, Kamara, you know, he's a – PPR monster. So, I mean, I'm hoping he just tries to he can keep up with Henry. Mixing Cooks. I give it to Cooks, I think. Uh, Dalvin Cook, man. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we got our wide receiver matchup. Way less fun than it would have been if Chase, you know, didn't fucking, you know, I think he needs some lengthening. I mean, his hip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? His hip, dude. So, but I mean... Chase versus Cup, you know, that would have been that been a nice battle with Cup is wide receiver one. Uh going against D Hop's probably my best wide receiver right now. Pretty good. He's looking like wide receiver one with flat fresh legs. So uh, pretty good. Uh I'm hoping he can keep it close. And then he got we got Tyler Lockett uh against Mike Evans. Evans give the edge to Evans for sure. Uh, you know, he's consistent. He's Tom Brady's number one. He catches touchdowns. Um, Tyler Lockett ain't no slouch, but uh, I still give it to Evans in that one. Then we got uh, Speedy Smith um, going against Houston and Tyler Boyd versus Carolina. I definitely give it to my guy Smith. Uh, he's Houston, you know, trash. So, uh, and Jalen Hurts gets some ball. He spreads it out. So, I'm, I'm hoping that I can win that one. Lastly, tight ends. Ooh, Mina's got the beast. The tight end one. The one and lonely. The one-on-one, -on -one, Travis Kelsey. I guess Ertz. So, um, I mean, that's going to be tough. So, I mean, Travis Kelsey hands down. Ah, oh, man, this is a tough one. Um, you know. And I slotted in. Um, Let me just interrupt. I slotted in when I did the projections. I put Demont because he's just – he was your um, highest-rated – at least in projection-wise, point player. So I put him, I slotted him in to do the calculations going against Damian Pierce. Um, but, you know, you got some decisions to make on that end as well. 
Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. You can go back and and let's 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 get some what you really feel. What I really feel, uh, my team is gonna smash his team. Like you know, uh, I don't I don't think he has a chance. Honestly, <laughs> he's coming for your crown, Mino. Yeah, I'm coming for that number one spot. It's not how you start, bro. Oh, is this gonna be Lance? Are we gonna have another long discussion on another tear jump for our boy Daryl here? I mean, if he if he beats Mina this week, I mean, I think he deserves it. Ooh, Mina, you're checks too, bro. Come on, from the depths, your crown. Daryl's coming for your crown. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're picking yourself. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my guess. Long story short, sorry, my bad. Did a little long-winded answer on that one. No, you good. Long story short, you know, going, going, me, man, come on. So, so Lance, before I headed it, headed over to you. Um, yeah, well, everything he said so far, I mean, I agree, man. The matchups, the 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 battles that these these wide receiver ones and running back ones and QB ones that are that are ha- is this gonna happen this week? You got you got some big time matchups. But the big thing that Daryl's team has to overcome, of course, is that monster at tight end, right? Yep, that's where the so, difference is right now. So that monster at tight end can Daryl overproduce at the other positions to make up for whatever advantage he's going to have over Hawkinson or Ertz? Um, and it's kind of a low key battle of um. These little these stacks of Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith going up against Joe Burrow and what's his name Tyler Boyd, Boyd. Mm-hmm. so that's interesting. It's not like the the main the main event or the the most anticipated stacks, but that could be. I mean, if if Burrow doesn't, yeah, Carolina's defense is good, pretty good, and they're trying to win. Seems like they they're competitive, so we'll see. And if if Burrow needs to give it over to Mixon, he got Mixon on Daryl's team, right? To kind of take some of that the burden off of Burrow and and Boyd. So, what you thinking, Lance? Ooh, I, I mean, I would want love to see like Chase on this team because <sighs> I think if you look at this tight end battle right here, um, Kelsey has about a seven point advantage on Ertz right now, and that's kind of what what we're seeing in the projected right here. But if Chase was in, I mean, bopping up, right? Yeah. Um, originally, I was looking at Mina's team just because he's healthy, you know. Um, But look at these matchups on Daryl's side. Aaron Rodgers playing Detroit. Um, Juicy. Yeah, you know, uh, Hurts playing Houston. Um, You know, like the Cardinals playing Seattle. You know, like he has a lot of boom potential versus these bad teams. Um, but it's hard to pick against Mino right now. I mean, look at the other side of the ball, Mino. You know, he's got Joe Burrow playing Carolina. He has Cooper Cup playing Tampa Bay. He got Evans playing the Rams. Um, it's not easy matchups, you know. He has Pierce playing Philadelphia. Ooh, that's the one, right? So that's a big one. matchups right here, you know what I mean? And honestly, I told you guys last week that I was trying to hit that Daryl switch up, and he pulled it out. So I'm gonna go with my boy Daryl. Yes, sir, trying to yes, catch sir, that smart crown, man. you know, make it interesting. Wow, yeah. guys, Lance, you, uh, I'm a little, <laughs> I, I can't, I'm a little 
shocked and ah you made you made it tough for me because Some good points, right? I it's mean, great points and and you know what full disclosure and this is you know maybe it's a little shade but i was actually gonna go daryl too but but because bro, for the for the for the purposes of the content and for the people the fans listening we don't want all three of us going with daryl right um so wait, let me just check the polls because yeah, let's check that could the polls. change yeah. it I think. up I think Mina three to oh one. the polls go with mina the polls go with All mina right. three Well, to we can one go versus right the polls. so you know what Spade the public. we're gonna Spade yeah the public. there's three three guys going with mina Uh, and and Daryl, we're gonna Cinderella this story Let's right do now. it. Let's So we're go, gonna baby. go. All three Yes, of us sir. are Let's going ride, Daryl. baby. So Let's we're make ride. it. Let's Let's ride. ride. We're riding together, the three of us going with Daryl over the. I mean, this is pretty intense because Mina was, you know, he's the king right now. He has the crown, but you know, maybe he's maybe he's on a glass throne, right? We're gonna throw some rocks at it and see see what we can do here. Um, Let's make a finals matchup right here. I mean, potential. Chase Chase has coming back. You know, we don't know what, um, when, but these two teams right here have to be in the play uh, matchup of the week because their teams are just looking so good, top to bottom. And the the dynasty manager in me, you know, is rooting against Daryl actually, right? To to try to lose all these games to maybe get a better draft pick. But I mean, as the podcast Mm -hmm. Let's. host. So uh, trying to be as unbiased as possible, and Daryl, your team is looks looks nice. And if if Chase wasn't hurt, man, you'd be you'd be right up there in in that tier one, I think. So Yeah, Hurts is going to destroy the Houston Texans this week. <laughs> oh my god. They're going, he, he, he might have multiple rushing touchdowns with multiple passing touchdowns. Um, Yep, to double that up yep. with. With Damian Pierce might struggle mightily Right, he against has that this stack. Eagles defense. Yep, got that stack. Camara's on fire right now. Um, Mixing, you know, bounce back game possibly, but Carolina is no slouch. But Burrow on the other side is playing their whole defense. So, um, and Rodgers at Detroit, man, I think Rodgers is going to make a statement. Um, hopefully, he passes four touchdowns, not to Aaron Jones. So, you know, Ken Walker can, you know, get that four straight. Um, but I think this is a spot like just the matchups just look so juicy on Daryl's side. I just I'm a matchup dude. You know, when Yep, I, when you yep. look on Yahoo and you see all that red, you're like, eesh. Mm, Yeah. Mm, I right. like to see that green, you know. So I think Daryl has more green on his side um, for matchups this week. So that's the way I'm going to roll. Yep. Yep. Gonna So get all them three greens, of us. baby. Daryl, how does it feel? You got unanimous um, podcast decision. This Of, is I the mean, first the polls time. went against it. I think it, it is the first time. And you can thank the polls for that because I would have. begrudgingly went against Yeah, I was your just team saying you you definitely your first choice was me. So you that usually it that's was a wrap. and then lance threw the curveball he went you and i was like i was like whoa <laughs> i thought Yeah, when you were talking about kelsey i was like okay yeah you know kelsey's a legit he's the problem that's true. and once he started That's very talking true. up kelsey i thought he was gonna go gonna go mina and then he went you went daryl i was like oh makes my choice Do I have to go against my gut? And then, no, thank you, Poles. You went Mina. So, I mean, Mina, you still got a whole bunch of other managers on your side. Um, I mean, I guess you got, you know, as the number one, the king of the dynasty league right now. 
you got some guys uh kissing ass maybe nah just kidding just kidding <laughs> i can't no daryl be you good, good I, I luck can't be daryl you know i can't what's be up talking shit to daryl because he was previously oh and three this week in the main events and i said that daryl goes on streaks man and so i tried this is to it catch that streak i can't go back on it this week so daryl got his first win this past week and you just gotta ride him hot right Zah, let's go let's go And you beat Josen last week to to climb, so why not why not climb the biggest mountain of them all, right? Let's go. Exactly. And And um, I handicapped that game too. you did. So no handicapping this time, Kate, because This time, this no, no, this no. one's a this is a different animal <laughs> this week. You, yeah, you got you got another handicap. I mean, Debo's out, Chase is out. That's a handicap. That's in itself. a handicap of himself. Yeah. But ooh, I mean, he'll be very. Uh, this is definitely. I'm gonna keep my eye on this one this weekend. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and just quick, quick, since waivers ran and we're doing the podcast during um, our league's waivers, um, Micah made some some Congrats. splashes in the waiver wire. Got Kenyon Drake and Juwan Johnson. One dollar more beating out Josen. Josen needed that. He needed some of that depth and he tried to get him. And uh, just one dollar less. Micah adding to his uh, running back pool. You know, it's playing a little keep away, right? Because I doubt he's going to ever use him, but... Some other team might have, and you know that's part of the that's part of the game, right? Right. And Juwan Johnson, tight end. I don't know. Was there any Taysom Hill news, or is this just speculative? What 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 what, what do you think? I think I think maybe Mike just needed another uh, tight end. I don't I don't think I heard any news at all. Mm, okay. Yeah, that was just a minor. Nobody else bid on Juwan Jennings or Juwan Johnson. He put up he put up seven dollars uh, for no reason, but. You know, you gotta get you try gotta to secure the guy you want, right? It's just fab, right? It's <laughs> yep, it's, it's fab. fab and dynasty is kind of overrated, in my opinion. But let's, yeah. Well, with the, uh, I mean, any Daryl, any closing remarks? Um, any more uh, fuel to the fire you want to throw on before we close? I mean, I think you know, it's 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 the home stretch. You know, it's like where we. Um, see who's the contenders and the pretenders. And I just want to tell you that, tell your pretenders, I'm coming, boy. Don't worry. Just stay home because uh, I'm taking this league. Ooh, Ooh, bold I mean, words. I mean, these, pre these pretenders might have uh, some words to say because your, your schedule coming up, Daryl. You you challenge you challenging all them boys, Daryl. You've been asking for it. You don't get it because your schedule coming up, man. Daryl, I mean, um, little preview. I mean, you just beat Josen. You're challenging Mina this week. You got Andy next week. Week eleven, you got um, you got Ryan Cobra Kai. Uh, week twelve, you have David. David, another playoff hopeful. Week thirteen. We got we you got Mike, so maybe I mean by then maybe Mike's team will be will be legit, but you got Mike, so maybe that's a that's a potential. Who knows? And is that it? Is that the playoffs, or is there week fourteen? Finish it up with Micah. Week Finishing 14, it up with Micah, so you're challenging every playoff be. team. Yeah. So you that got a one. pretty tough schedule because you don't have me or Lance nope. on your schedule the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So right. it's gonna be a gauntlet. I'm earn my spot, you know. You it's gotta earn. Good. It's gonna. You're gonna earn it. It's and exciting, man. I, it's, I'm, like, I'm stoked. Yo, you gotta beat the best to be the best, right? Exactly. Yeah. Wouldn't have wanted any other way. Yeah. Well, 
we're, we're rooting for you or against you and depending on what side of you know in my <laughs> dynasty manager me or podcast host me uh it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun so let, let me love just it ask love you that it how critical was that win last week daryl because right now you're sitting at four and four if you lost yo with debo in your wider you'd be three and five right now coming up you know back to back to back weeks first playoff teams like you can yo get a little you know uh nervous but you squeaked out that win sitting at four and four um think you're in the playoffs right now so um it's gonna be a really interesting that was crucial uh Yep, crucial. You know, you'd be crucial sitting at seven right now, one game back um, from this pool, you know, that's sitting at four and four. yep Mm -hmm. So it's anybody's with that game. gauntlet right Yep, so it's Joseph at four and four, Micah at four and four, you and David at four and four, and one of you guys are not going to make it. crazy crazy One of them, yep, so... <clears throat> and 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 that draft pick could be so basically it's anywhere from the fourth pick overall to the 10th pick overall so very a lot of variables that are that are still to come so if you win the title i would say that that fuck that pick mentality Yep. worked especially if if um Thielen can be helpful right Thielen and robinson can be helpful to add depth so Yep. It'd be useful Ooh. to use them during bye weeks, yeah, but exactly uh, still on the bench. And maybe flex <laughs> maybe a flex right i mean Thielen's Maybe. a touchdown dependent wide receiver so And Quite if possibly. James Robinson can can take eighty percent of Brees Hall, then it's it's possible, it's possible. But we'll see. I'm rooting for that number four pick, but eh, whatever. <laughs> not gonna happen Not gonna happen. not gonna So happen <laughs> right. With all that said, we will conclude episode eleven. Eleven 11 crazy of crazy the Fast Movers Dynasty podcast. Good luck this weekend, everyone, and we'll see you next week for another episode. shoots all right man